my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Today, we are going to talk about the Creator Economy 2.0. And this comes written by one of our favorite people. His name is Andrew Chen. And so I'm going to share this real quick. And actually, you know what? I'm going to share it, but I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's an essay. But the gist of this, this thing over here is... So Andrew Chen, just some background. He's a partner at Andreessen Horowitz, which is one of the big venture firms out there. So the title of this post is Creator Economy 2.0, What We've Learned, Why It's Hard, and What's Next. And so I just want to scroll to the theories of the dynamics at play because maybe in 2020, 2021, there are a lot of creator companies that were raising a bunch of money. Let's say Patreon, for example, Substack raised a ton of money and it was all about putting the power in the hands of the creator. So for example, if you build your email subscription newsletter, then you know Substack might take 10% or something like that. So the whole idea was that these creator platforms would just take a cut of whatever the creator was making. Now, now that the dust is kind of cleared, we're in 2023, it's actually, we've learned that it's very hard to build a creator startup. And here are a few theories of the dynamics at play. So Neil, do you want to read these or do you want me to read these? I will read them because you have a lot of noise in the background. So, so Andrew says here, and Andrew's a smart growth marketer. So he has a few theories of the dynamics at play. And by the way, he was the lead funder for one of the creator companies, Clubhouse, but you know, just want to call that out. So the creator power law, a small concentrated number of creators have all the audience, which makes creator economy startups potentially fragile and dependent. Number two, battle for the bio link. Creator economy companies acquire their audience from larger social media platforms that often have one spot, the link in bio to promote a single company. It's a zero sum game to overpower other companies. Now, number three, 
The graduation problem. Startups often charge a take rate, percentage of bookings, and if the creator is acquiring their own customers and also doing the underlying work, they want to pressure you towards reducing costs. The biggest creators often graduate, quote unquote, from a platform building their own and taking the revenue with them. Now, the fourth and final point here is algorithmic feast and famine. So creator traffic is driven by social feed algos, which lends itself to big spikes in traffic that appear and then go away. The opposite of the steady, durable growth that startups seek. Now, before you go, Neil, the one thing I want to call out here is the graduation problem. Like if you're making a million dollars a month, do you really want to be paying Substack a hundred thousand dollars a month? No, you're nope. going to keep grinding them down and you're going to grind them down to the point where you're just going to move over to your own platform. Yes. I think he's spot on with this. I also think it's just really hard to build up a massive following compared to what it was like six, seven, eight years ago when social was just much more up and coming than it is now. Now it's a really saturated market. If you look at like what Threads did with X, no one really talks about Threads anymore, right? It's really difficult to build a platform as an influencer and generate money as a creator. And the reason being is there's so much competition. If you can't stand out, you're not going to do well. And if you do stand out and you have a large following like a Logan Paul or a Kardashian, you're going to figure out how to monetize away from any of the platforms. Because Why would you want to give anyone a cut? Yeah. I mean, network effects matter, right? So going to Neil's example on on threads versus X, um, it was cool for the first week or two, but then it's like, oh man, I'm kind of doing the same thing I'm doing on X, but I already have, there's more network effects there. There's more reward. So why would I do it? I'm not saying threads will fail, but you know, it's not looking as good as it was before. The other thing too, is the algorithmic feast and famine. The problem is, let's say you're like a Logan Paul or Mr. Beast, or let's say like Emma Chamberlain, you have to keep feeding the beast on YouTube. And I remember I met Jake Paul at a dinner once and he was talking about like, he grew his YouTube to about 20 million subs. And he's like, I just don't want to play the game anymore. And so it gets tiring because you have to keep getting on that hamster wheel of creating content and it gets tough. And, you know, that can burn people out. And well, that makes it harder for these creator economy startups because they need these creators to keep pumping and pumping out content and feeding the algorithm. Speaking of that, what happened with PewDiePie? Remember, he was big on YouTube. Didn't something happen where he did something? He's still big. He was actually in a recent Mr. Beast video where he appeared like in the middle of it. So he's still a big deal. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not into games. I I just assumed you would know more because you do a lot of video game stuff. Not anymore. I don't play any video games, but I just, I watch the stuff still. But I think this is interesting too, the creator power law, right? So small concentrated number of creators have all the audience. That's the same as anything though. Like there's always have been power laws with any type of influencer out there. So I think that's always going to be Even with a lot of businesses, there's a few that own the majority, right? If you look at the cell phone market, it's Apple and Google really dominated, at least on the software side with iOS and Android. Although iOS is only their own devices, but still, if you look at, you know, search engines, you got Google, you got Bing, you got Baidu, Yandex. There's not too many more other than that. You got Coca-Cola, you got Pepsi, you know, electric car manufacturer, Tesla's leading the way right now. And yes, there's others, but typically in most categories, there's a few that just take all of it. And I know like with automotive, there's a lot of car companies that have the market, but if you actually look at seg- uh, sub segments, like value cars, like cars that are affordable, that last a very long time, it's, you have companies like Toyota and Honda that are crushing it. 
Yeah. I mean, look, at the end of the day, it's the Pareto principle, right? The 80-20 rule. And it's no different in any type of business or audience or whatever it is exactly. So take that for what it is. I think, look, I still think there's potential for these creator economy startups. I just think we got a little ahead of our skis here. But, you know, at least it's a good lesson in how the game works. So that is it for today. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Five stars, please. And we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.